19th episode i think yep yeah 19th episode of the sunday morning podcast i'm alex with me as always we have zach what's up we have tom hey and this week because we hate our editor and want him to die we have three guests we have with us devin of kill james bond and trash future fame what's up we have maddie hello and we have a uh, newcomer, acclaimed author, ML Kajira. That's a me. <laughs> to me, ML. ML Kajiring. All right, let's get back to talking about England and football and shit. And football, yeah. So, so further to that fucking, that crying little German girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pictures of her got posted online with like the most absolutely vile shit comments, right? Because again, the English brain is diseased. But as a counter disease, there's also something in the English liberal brain, which you might be familiar with American as Americans, where this one guy was just like, the only way I can think to solve this is to just walk into the street and give 20 bucks to the first person I see. And he set up like a fucking GoFundMe to just give this kid money. And it ended up making like 3,500 fucking pounds. Holy shit. <laughs> and, and like at about the point when it had got... 3,500 fucking pounds. This guy was like, yeah, I don't know this child and I have no way of finding out who they are or contacting their parents. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, fuck. The next time a kid gets bullied in the public eye, I need to do that. Right? Okay, like, no, no, I'll, no, no. Tom. I'll cry. You can't do that. You're not going to be able to do that because the next time a child gets bullied in the public eye, it's most likely going to be you bullying them. I mean, only if they deserve it. I don't know. The little German girl, little little German girl had it coming. Right. I'll agree with the Brits yeah. here. Like he's not the guy's not even a scammer or anything. It was just football brain. Just, just, yeah, he, just he just genuinely like didn't realize it would go that much. It's like, hold on. Wait. Jesus. Uh, okay. Do you, do you guys remember that time? I think it was in like 2019 or something or 2020 i can't remember when it was but tom found a uh, a little kid who had drawn a drawing of uh, oh that was last like his, year of like his mom and his dad and president trump and was like i think president trump will do great things for america no 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 so what it was was it was right after trump got covid oh, and yeah. he had just gotten yes. out of the hospital and this kid's dad, for whatever reason, decided to post his kid's dog shit ass drawing on the Internet of <laughs> Donald Trump. I think it was as like a superhero. And he decided to post it. And he was like, my son drew his favorite superhero getting out of the hospital today, blah, blah, blah. And so I quote tweeted it and I said, looks like shit. And it went viral. It really did look and like shit. Got, yeah, it did. It was objectively one of the worst drawings I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Pretty terrible, but you did bully and a child. No, I didn't. I bullied his dad. <laughs> in, because That's here's arguable. the thing. Here's the thing. Even if that child found out about it, he found out about it because his dad decided to show him. And at that point, that's his dad bullying him. That has nothing to do with me. People act like I like drove up to this kid's house and like threw a brick in his fucking window. No, 
I made fun of his fucking dad for posting his dumbass drawing online. But you did right for drawing a dumbass, like right now. Like, just, you, you said it looks like shit. Well, it does look like I mean, shit. I stand by that. I, that's again. Is he going to listen to this podcast? Yeah, he's listening. If right anybody, now. If, if if he finds out about this, it's because somebody else is an evil human being and decided that they were going to show him the shit that I was talking about him when it doesn't matter to him. <laughs> it's It'll possible never matter that the kid could be listening to this podcast. This is a family podcast. Yeah. Well, good because you know what? <laughs> we always talked about establishing the uh, Sunday morning to Fash Pipeline, and if anything's going to do it, that's going to be it. I mean, it's. It's, I guess it's the, the same for the fucking crying German girl, right? Because, like, how the hell is she going to know that she was being obliterated online unless someone told her about it? And secondarily, how is she going to... If she doesn't know that that's happening and then someone just shows up with 3500 bucks for her, <laughs> what is she going to think has occurred? <laughs> like she just went to see a football game. <laughs> like four days later, someone comes by with a truckload of cash. <laughs> Fuck All yeah. she knows is of the English is that they obliterate your favorite team in front of you, and then a few days later, right. show up with some cash. And it's like... <laughs> it's pain and suffering costs. Right. That's a metaphor for colonization. I mean, fuck, I'd let the uh, English team obliterate oh, me for thirty-five bucks. I've just realized they've paid that girl reparations, but the UK has not paid a bunch of company shit. Yeah, we're gonna obliterate the Greek team and then give them the Elgin marbles back. <laughs> And I was like, listen, I haven't gotten my reparations. Like, Come on, Actually, I was feeling really bad for this little German girl, but fuck her, man. <laughs> you know what I do? Every time the British know? team beats another country, every time the British team beats another country in, uh, in a game, they got to give back one item from the British Museum. <laughs> I just, you know, if somehow that little girl yeah. gets the money. Her her dad can never take her to another game because they'll like uh, she'll expect to get money after each game. <laughs> it's like classically conditioning my child at a Alex, football I, game. I love how you brought up like the whole like for every uh team that the English team beats, they have to give back one artifact as if the queen wouldn't immediately have the entire football team just exterminated. Like, it, it wouldn't even be subtle either. They would just be, like, gunned down in the streets like dogs. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I know the UK has pretty strict libel laws. Um, I don't think the Queen would do that, personally. <laughs> I don't know if she has the power to do that. <laughs> Devin, Devin just saying just the right things to make sure that we don't get sued for libel. <laughs> well... I mean, being, uh, being the queen of the UK is quite a, a ceremonial position now, but she doesn't really have enough power to order the, the murder of the entire national football team. It's only like 11 guys. She had enough power to order the murder of Princess Diana. <laughs> my mom will tell you, my mother will tell you right now, Diana was murdered by the queen because she was either going to convert to Islam or... <laughs> or speak out on palestine i believe wait wait, Look, wait i wait. mean 
it's very much like a generational handshake thing because my parents' generation had this too. They every single one of them to a man knows exactly where they were when the queen had Princess Diana killed. And for this oh generation, God. we all know exactly where we were when the queen had Jeffrey Epstein killed. Hold on. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that Princess Diana, before she was in that car accident, she recited the Shahada. That was about to say that. Unhesitatingly. <laughs> hold absolutely. on, hold on. Princess Diana dying was just the 9-11 of the UK. Yeah. Okay. It's actually really fascinating if you think about it, because like there's Islamophobia because she was dating an Arab man at the time. And the UK has just been weirdly hateful of Diana specifically dating a brown person ever since. Like I remember just one random stand-up thing about like, oh, we don't really give a shit about Diana. She was dating an Arab. That was my best accent. I'm sorry. But yeah, it's just, it's weird shit to me. Just like so many people believe bat, like my, like my mother believed bad shit things like Diana was going to convert to Islam. But like the alternative is like, you guys also kind of think Diana was going to convert to Islam. It's just, you think Muslims are icky, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. I don't, sorry. I want to be clear here. I'm I'm agreeing that you've. (laughs) You've assessed the English psyche correctly. I'm not agreeing, but I think Islam is icky. Playing back a tape recorder. (laughs) Shit. Shit. There's nothing for it but for me to convert. Hey, wait, no, you've already said the jihad on one podcast. Several times, yeah. I love I love when with this like UK like versus their country versus this one little German girl. I love I love it when the white European countries start ganging up on each other. It's so funny. I don't think it was England, but I it, I know it was. What was the team that just their one of their players like died on the field and then got was it Denmark? Denmark is that Denmark? Is was it was it Sweden Ukraine? Sweden Ukraine was a fucking brutal yeah uh, match. I, th- I think I watched... He had, like, a heart attack on the field or some shit, right? I think that was Denmark. Yeah. Oh, I was oh, yeah, watching, no, no, I was watching Denmark-Wales, and it was just so funny. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just it's it's... such rivalry between people who all look silly. <laughs> I like seeing the white people be racist to one another in, in like, <laughs> just really ancient ways, you know? Like, just old grudges. Yeah, like hating the Welsh. Right? Who who's had a problem with the Welsh for like a, a well-founded reason in the past like thousand years? Nobody. Right? Like the last person who had a legitimate grievance against the Welsh was in like 1095. Like how many of you here can t- other than Devin can even tell us who, who the fuck are the Welsh? Like I have a friend who lives in Wales, like a childhood friend. <laughs> I have no one who tells me I live in Wales. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Hey, that's that's whenever you talk title, about who the fuck are the yeah. Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think I got this one. The Welsh, the Welsh are a small group of people in Europe walk around on all fours still because they haven't <laughs> yes yes that's yeah. exactly what i was about to say the people who live in the villages in europe those are the welsh <laughs> yeah. the welsh walk around in all fours and speak in unintelligible tongues and... <laughs> it's true it's true have you ever heard somebody speak like welsh no it, yeah it's unintelligible i went to university what? in wales um, <laughs> <laughs> On a tour, I went there for like half of a day, and it was like a two-week tour of the entire British Isles, and we went to Wales for like 12 hours, just one castle in and out, and the entire time our um, 
tour guide from London was just shitting on Wales, and it was incredibly hilarious. Beautiful country, in my opinion, but... Do, do you was... happen to have his address? The Brecon Beacons is one of the most beautiful places in the UK. <laughs> it always cracks me up when the small countries get mad at each other. Like, what the fuck are the Balkans going to do? <laughs> Every single inter-European <laughs> argument is yeah. just a bunch of white people stood around telling each other that their weird fermented fish product is too <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> and, and Alex, what the Balkans are going to do historically is start world wars, actually. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> do you mean the Baltics? Because the Balkans definitely have have some actual grievances. It's like for whatever reason. Y'all, y'all just keep fucking that up. Like what ML is about to do Armenian genocide erasure. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, listen, That's Turkey wrong. had some points. <laughs> oh, um, something we had on the on the agenda. We had like two or three things on the agenda, and they're all terrible. One of the things we had was there was a capital rider um, <laughs> who they talked about in the news who um, they when they seized, like I think they raided his house yesterday or something, they seized his assets, and, and he had a fully formed uh, Lego set of the U.S. Capitol. <laughs> they took his Legos, man. You can't do that. <laughs> exactly. you, can't, you can't take his Legos. Imagine being a grown man having your Legos taken by the United States government. <laughs> you have a mortgage. You have children. You, you own a car. Ta- you pay and taxes. And the government tells you that you can't play with your Legos anymore. You think it's like to scale, though? No, no. What this was like a scale. Was this like and that custom was like or he, it a... he used that. He used that for his schematics. Like... No, it's like they, they, they have the sets of like monuments. Like they've got the one of like the Eiffel Tower and the Statue of Liberty and shit. This was like, I'm pretty sure it was like the expensive, the nice U.S. Capitol one. Yeah, it was $100. And I think he just had it because it was cool. Yeah. Like it's not to scale like, to just... anything you could use to invade the Capitol. I think it's just he, he liked yeah, it. Yeah, just let the man have his fucking hobby. That's <laughs> They Horrible. fucking yoinked my man's shit. Yeah. Just an entirely non sequitur. It just happens to also have that. Yeah. Like, it's just Satori. That's so I, weird. Like, like, I, I looked up pictures of the thing earlier today, and there's like no interior. They have like the rotunda, I guess. <laughs> but the rest of it's completely empty. It's like it's like a foot long. It's like a foot long. You can't do shit with that. It, right? Fuck CNN was they're, covering they're this. At this guy's Legos. Right? They pass over the Millennium Falcon. They pass over the Statue of Liberty. Look at the Capitol one. They're like, fucking take it. Right? In in court, his lawyer's like, look, Your Honor, he's got some bionicles though, so that's kind of sick, nasty. <laughs> you, you can't make Legos fucking menacing. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> wait. Do you guys ever watch the Bionicle movie? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> that shit In- fucking banged. That was In- such a good movie. Incredible update. Y'all remember that account that DM'd me and asked me if I was interested in a women massage, uh, women wand massager or prostate massager on Amazon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So I said, can it do my taxes? And she DM'd me back. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. Shit. Jesus, the sex bots are evolving. Forget about buying it. I want to invest. That's insane. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that took me out. <laughs> Yo, if England wins the World Cup, 
I'm gonna buy one of those massages. Yo, uh, <laughs> I was I was looking at the I was looking at the Lego website today just because this uh, this whole Lego Capital thing was on my mind, and I did find out I did find out that um, Lego sells a model of Old Trafford. So if England wins, I feel like you have to buy that. <laughs> so to clarify, you you wait for EuroLeague, not not the uh, Okay. Sorry, no. This I fucked up. That was me. This bitch, I told her, I said, I'll take two. And she said, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, she uh, said, you play no. Hard to get. Only She's one. She's trying to make you beg. That, Do not place two. We will only cover one. Wow. Fuck. That's how you know it's a quality product right there. They're not giving that shit for free. <laughs> that shit will tickle, tickle your fucking booty and do your taxes. That's amazing. I, That's phenomenal. I said, please, what do I do with my other butthole? <laughs> I slot this bad boy up my asshole. It moves me down a tax bracket. Phenomenal. Five fucking stars. Too much power to have two of them. <laughs> the the post not clarity. No one man should have all this power. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, it's the post not clarity. The post not you clarity to a higher level. The post not clarity reveals which deductions you can take next year. <laughs> I haven't I haven't gotten a message from anybody trying to sell anything in a minute, and I miss it. They said, "Are you women?" And I said, "Hmm, an existential question. <laughs> Interesting indeed." The answer to that a little bit more complex than you might think. I, I get I don't get so many messages of people trying to sell me things, but people disguising selling things by as like a collab on Instagram. Like I, I can post a post, and within ten minutes, somebody's in my DMs and in my comments, being like, "Hey, girl, let's do a collab." Love the picture. <laughs> Do you want to collab? And they all like just want you to basically spend money, so then that way you can promote them. And it's it's inset. It's like you can't escape it. I don't even have that many followers. There's like no reason. They just want they just want your money, and they're disguising it as an influencer um, experience. And so many girls are desperate for that, so they you know will get tricked by the fact that because you're a white woman. Yeah, you're still paying like $60 to be an influencer and you're not going to make any money. You just make discounts. You yeah, just get who would, paid who in would discounts. Have, it's, who would ever fall yeah. for, for that? Uh -oh. um, have. So, so I'm just looking at this picture here of, of the massager, Tom, and I can't help but notice that's, that's straight up just for men's assholes. Like, I can't... <laughs> How pretty, why are they asking if you're a woman? You could use it as a woman. The ring would just be sort of hanging loose. So I said, I said, an existential question. Interesting indeed. Let's dive in, shall we? So sex and gender <laughs> divided. Based on my sexual organs, I am not women. No, but my gender identity is non-binary. I sometimes identify more with my masculine side and sometimes my feminine side. Anyways, are you going to give me something to shove up my ass or what? <laughs> Fucking God, you have such a way with words. Straight man. to the point. Straight to the point. Direct. I like it. You're a fucking poet. Don't don't ever let anyone tell Tennyson. you different. <laughs> okay, but speaking of uh, DMing white women earlier. <laughs> what? Hey, wait, wait. <laughs> All right. All what right. A segue. What a fucking You guys transition. are gonna be at the end of this, and you're gonna be like, "Wow, ML, that was so insightful. Thank. I'm so glad we had you on." So the weirdest DM I've ever gotten in my life has to specifically do with the fact that I'm African, right? Specifically Gambian. 
it was this like medicine man we we call them marabous so like trying to basically do magic that for sounds me. racist it, it it does it does right I, it's it's a bizarre aspect of the not bizarre. somebody called me a marabou i would be upset <laughs> i think they don't seem to mind but so <laughs> yeah like basically do magic for me to make me richer make me more handsome enticing to women and they literally yeah. only reached out to me and I found this out from other Gambians because I'm Gambian. They just assume that Gambians anywhere in the world are susceptible to spiritual practices. Whereas I'm thinking, like, I don't even do astrology, right? But literally every single white woman I know would love a spiritual medicine man type person from West Africa to reach out to them and help them figure out their, like, like there's just so many that like love, like they, they love spirituality this would make perfect sense to them. Like I know of white women in like my girlfriend used to live in Guatemala. There was a white woman who had a, a shaman there and they couldn't really communicate very well, but it, it fulfilled her. They're reaching out to the wrong audience. <laughs> yeah. I'm picturing you responding to this guy with not for me, but boy, do I have some people to tell you about. <laughs> Yo, you ever heard of white women? You're going to blow your fucking mind. Yo, Yo Matt, okay. Matty, you want to, you want to talk to this guy? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> but are you guys also, do you guys also get a ton of, um, like, DM requests about people that want to be your sugar daddy? Or is that a universally just female Tom experience? Fucking picture. I've got no, a lot I of those. No. One of those. I get sugar like, mommies. Yeah. And oh. they're all fake, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I almost fell for one. I, I remember I was in the group chat with, with, Alex and Devin and ML and Tom and we <laughs> I, I was really excited because I almost fell for it and then she she asked for my bank account number because she said her her Venmo was broken <laughs> uh, ma'am how do you break Venmo like, she's like, yeah she's like the Venmo machine is down sorry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Venmo machine broke yeah called the Venmo guy he said they're doing maintenance so I feel like that's something my grandma would text me if the vending machine was broken in her fucking like <laughs> hotel <laughs> like Zach the, the Venmo's broken <laughs> but I like how the drunker Zach gets the more he's like directly yelling into the mic oh am I getting helpful I can't yeah, hear cool. shit okay <laughs> I can't even see him uh, to be honest no you're, you're just like you're just like this oh really okay yeah. I'll move it away <laughs> I took Dang. my took my filter off for once All right, thank you guys for listening to us so far. As always, you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You know, Spotify, Google, Apple, all that good stuff. Uh, you can follow us on all of our socials. For us, that is at Sunday underscore pod on Twitter. Uh, there's too many guests this week for me to list all their socials right now, but at the end of the episode... Uh, all of them will give their uh, preferred social media. You can follow them there. Uh, some of our guests have some really good podcasts. Some of them have, you know, Instagram, all that good stuff. Follow them wherever they tell you to. If you want to pay us cold, hard cash, you can do so at patreon.com slash Sunday morning pod. Uh, if you want to follow us on discord, or join our Discord, I mean, or follow us on YouTube and Twitch and all the other stuff. That is all linked on our website at sundaymorningpod.com. 
Also on the website, as always, you can review us on iTunes or Podchaser. We really appreciate that. And we also appreciate you guys telling people about the podcast. Uh, Maddie was telling me off air that she had shared the Raleigh Bowman story with some of her friends from Chicago and, you know, stuff like that. We really appreciate. We love hearing from people who have uh, found out about the podcast from their friends. We are going to let you guys hear from Anchor real quick, and then we are going to get right back into it. So I am a recent graduate just this past May of Loyola University in New Orleans, uh, music industry studies with a focus in marketing. And Loyola is kind of one of the leaders in universities for um, more modern music majors. We just recently started a hip hop major, so you can, you can quite literally major in hip hop and electronic music. So that's where I just, I just came from. And then straight out of college, I got an internship working with the managers of Big Frida, who is a local New Orleans bounce musician. You kind of only know her if you're from New Orleans and you're, or if you're part of the LGBTQ population. But, bounce um, is pretty goddamn what's, gay. What's bounce? Yeah, bounce is incredibly gay. It's, it's, it's a form of dance music in New Orleans that is um, heavily based on like twerking, but just kind of like, you know, just moving your body, how the music makes you feel. And I'm not the best person to speak on that because I really haven't listened to Bounce until I started working with Big Frida. And then I was like, oh shit, I should probably learn a little bit more about this genre. Um, cause I've only been living in New Orleans for four years now, but, um, ML, yeah. have, have you ever heard, uh, Lemon? That song that's got Rihanna on it? No, I don't think so. Shit. Okay, I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link. Pretty good example. Thanks, Alex. But yeah, Big Frida was actually in... Um, she was in the Formation video. There's an audio clip of her. Um, I can't remember exactly what she says, but she talks about, like, collard greens and shit. Um, but she's in the she's in the audio for the Formation video because Beyonce wanted to incorporate some New Orleans artists. So she's done some big things, but um, it's really fun to work with her. I've done three videos with her. I cleaned out her closet. Um, you know, just that's what I've been doing right now as I look for another job. But uh, the other night, I uh, randomly found myself backstage at um, like a, an EDM club. And um, I, I wasn't anticipating that, but there were 30 DJs performing that night. And I, I'm an artist manager. That's what I want to do. That's what I'm trying to get into. And I'm like, boom, networking. So I'm really interested in seeing where that'll take me. And I almost wish you would have invited me onto the podcast like maybe three months from now so I could see where this goes because I'm very passionate about bringing EDM back to New Orleans because we had such a big scene like before Katrina and then there was um, the biggest venue for EDM music in New Orleans was shut down because of some drug busts and... Um, all of that kind of went downhill and Katrina really contributed to that and we're no longer the same hub for EDM music that we used to be. And that's something that I've always wished that we could be as a city. You know, um, obviously we're very famous for jazz here in New Orleans, but I wanna bring EDM back on the map. Right now it's very underground. But um, that's where I think I'm going now with my college degree maybe. So we'll see, we'll see that where that takes me. Tell them about what you did backstage. 
No, we're not talking about that. I was I was a subject of a subtweet, which has since, which I'm not on Twitter, so this is probably the first subtweet that I know. It's, the first, it's certainly the first subtweet that I know of that I've it's been about me. But um, I I did something regrettable regrettable backstage, which might have ruined my networking um, efforts. And the tweet has since been deleted because a lot of people teamed up on him and were like, "Hey, don't don't say that about women." and don't be disrespectful. So we're not gonna we're not gonna bring it up because I'm I'm ashamed of it and um, it was a mistake. But we're 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 moving on. I actually have a friend who works in New Orleans in the EDM scene. You should totally give me their like connect connect me. That would be fantastic. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, like a uh, at least one branch of EDM originated in the American South, right? Among like black. Yeah, so we actually Most talked them. about that a lot on the last episode. Um, but yeah, so the entirety of EDM has roots in the queer and POC communities. Um, it was popularized. It came out of like disco. Um, after disco ended, it turned into house. Um, and that was like the first real like form of EDM. Um, and that was popularized by young gay black people. And mm -hmm. that was like the community that raised it up. And so, like I said, we actually we talked about it a lot on the last episode and just how it became so like commercialized and like homogenized, like straight white people. Um, yeah. But yeah, a lot of the roots are in like collectivist ideals and and queer and POC communities and like the ideas of uh, liberation. Which is fascinating to me because because I I'm not I listen to it but I'm not that into the community especially I didn't even know that I I I literally had thought it was uh, primarily white industry like not in terms of artists now but like roots in, in fact I was mistaken about that in fact no nah, dude most most good music is like gay black people basically. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean even that's the official podcast stance. <laughs> <laughs> even up here, even up here in the north, um, it, it, if we're talking about EDM, Detroit was a huge, huge hub for techno. Yep, Detroit techno was like uh -huh. its own genre. It was like the '80s, I think. It was like one of the first. It was. It was outside yep. of house. Detroit techno is very different from yep. house. It definitely played a role in bringing it to the mainstream. I love how the two hard stances we've taken over the last ten minutes were music is gay and then 10 minutes later music is gay but like in a good way this time <laughs> <laughs> i had to defend i had to defend all of us musicians here okay even though i i am bi so yeah I'm, yeah I'm gay, this coming but... from a fucking queer woman yeah I, i'm just like i'm thinking of like just how many queer people i know who are also musicians like of all like the just about lot. being a black about being expression and like just how that's not okay for a lot like i'm thinking of men especially how like the kind of expression is frowned upon for men hey i'm hey hey i'm straight but i can play chopsticks on piano so who's winning now i i could play guitar <laughs> i could play guitar i'm straight too but it's like <laughs> of the kids i played with <laughs> most of them were not straight <laughs> like, uh, i love the interjection but i am straight yeah, you know? I know, I know. <laughs> 
said, don't bring that gay shit around. <laughs> I can <put> chopsticks. <laughs> chopsticks and hot cross buns are the straight people music of music production. <laughs> Plays Wonderwall at the fire pit exactly. and still says no homo. Right? It's the chain smokers of fifth Look, grade like, I know what a deep suspended cord is, right? But I'm not trying to suck no dick, right? <laughs> <laughs> Moves Capo to the second fret straightly. <laughs> <laughs> Capo. Hey, no, that Capo. Is, no, that is how you would K- pronounce Capo? it in the proper pronunciation. Good job, Zach. Don't listen to them. No, they, they, like that is obviously an Italian term. They, I, I, they... Revoke my music industry degree, my <laughs> Well, actually, I might be wrong. I'm thinking Latin. That it's might K-pop be Italian not, pronunciation. Uh, hey, when when Lyle does his killing spree, Adams first. So I'm pretty confident in my ability to escape. Can I be second? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd be second. I'm Fuck closest. You. <laughs> I want to be second. Mom said it's my turn. <laughs> oh, my last. Gosh. It's my turn. To get it's my turn on the extrajudicial killing. <laughs> Yo, speaking of extrajudicial killings, the Haitian president getting fucking murked like that. That was fucking Wait, cr- what happened? The Haitian president got the Haitian assass- president getting murdered. Yeah, got assassinated. Yeah, fucking, oh yeah, no, like, like just <laughs> when it's it's an inst- just like straight up killed. Yeah, they, yeah it was when was this? Capped. Where was it, this? Do you want to? When you this, talk about this was today? Oh, that's why I was I was at work all day. Oh, yeah, then. no, this yeah, was okay. today. Like that, early, that I am right not early in the morning. Holy shit! Like apparently he was just on the street. These assassins came up, shot him, and then they were screaming. And they were with the yeah, DEA. We're DEA agents. This is a DEA operation <laughs> in English, in American English, in fucking <laughs> Haiti. <laughs> and it's like, guys, guys, come on. on. <laughs> I love the story so much because it's like. What cracks me up is that they were like, in English, they were like, hello. This is a DEA <laughs> operation, and then immediately switched to French Creole to like actually communicate with people. Right. It's the same as the it's the same as the fucking Brazilian people wearing the shirts in English that say like we will you know we're under attack. Mm-hmm. Like okay, I know who your audience. <laughs> yeah. is. I love that they started with hello so much. It's like assassinate the Haitian president <laughs> immediately after. It's like gentlemen, listen here. <laughs> I'm sure you're wondering why I gathered you all here today. Hello. <laughs> I'm, Listen I'm, up, I'm, 007. This is a DEA operation. I'm sure you have some questions. I'm hearing it in the same cadence that, like, amusement parks and, like, Disney parks, like, say, <laughs> please keep all appendages away from doors and moving objects. Thank you. And then it switches to Spanish. <laughs> like... Hello, this is a DEA assassination. I would love to see a James Bond episode where he, like, tries to go to the States and just gets, like, tied up in the bureaucracy. There's, like, some other investigation going on, and he just keeps getting, like, wrapped up in red tape, and the whole movie is, like, seven hours long, and most of it's just him filling out paperwork. I think that would be a great use of $20 million. Zach, when you said you you were talking about amusement park or, or, like, a carnival, I wasn't thinking, like, the... This is a DEA operation. I was thinking you were talking about like a carnival barker, like, hey, get your DEA assassination over here. We got oh, hey, we got here. here. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 step on up, take your shot at the patient president. 
Uh, going once, it's going twice, going so. <laughs> the little girl uh, in the pink. Three shots, one dollar. Yeah. Take your shot. It's like a fucking dunk. Like a fucking dunk take. What's fucked up is like if it's not the DEA, it's probably like one of the numerous American three letter acronym agencies, organizations yeah. out there trying to that just keeps fucking with Haiti since 1912. You know, like yeah. it's just like. Yeah, like it probably oh, yeah, was the, the CIA, yeah. but like, but like, it's so funny. Hello, we're with the DEA. Handing out like business cards. He's like, <laughs> yeah. no, you might have some questions. Also, choosing the one three-letter organization that doesn't do like, like non-domestic yeah, international shit. operations. You should have done EPA. I think <laughs> um, it'd be funny. You could have chosen. Li- you could have chosen literally anybody else, and it would have been believable. This is the National Park Service. <laughs> <laughs> they should have given yeah. out little DEA Perfect. goodie bags, <laughs> like a little mug that said DEA. Like like a star or some shit. I, I don't know. Like <laughs> little DEA merch. It reminds me of whenever those guys from Florida decided that they were gonna do the Venezuelan coup. I thought it was the and same guy. Got arrested, so, and one of the guys had his fucking VA card in his pocket. <laughs> like. Come on, man. And they were like posting pictures together on their like first of all, Silver Core mercenaries has an Instagram account and it's like them wow. eating dinner together. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like an influencer coup. It's it was fucking yeah. weird. <laughs> it was the really weirdest funny. shit. It got immediately immediately <laughs> brutally surprised. Yeah. Do you remember Wait, so the guy? I don't know this story. I don't know this story. The piss, Can someone the piss yeah yeah. This influ the influencer coup? It's and the the fucking Instagram dinners, what's going on here? <laughs> This was so when when did this even happen? Like, like eight months ago, probably. Yeah. I'm so so flat, basically man. these guys, they're all like ex-military formed this like mercenary company and um, called Silver Core called Silver right. Core. And like their Instagram is literally just full of pictures of them in like Tampa and like St. Petersburg, like eating dinner. And like every single person is like tagged in every picture. (laughs) And these are the guys who decided that they were going to overthrow the Venezuelan government. And they like roll up on a bunch of boats and most of them were caught before they even reached land. I believe one boat reached land and they were also immediately captured. Um, and one of the guys had his fucking VA card in his pocket. (laughs) And I remember the best part of the whole fucking thing was this one picture of this guy that they had like handcuffed and he's like on a decline and he pissed his pants (laughs) and it rolls all the way up over his face and he just had his own piss in his face in the sand while he's like handcuffed by the Venezuelan authorities. Oh, he's so fucking funny. Uh, God. So fucking funny. I'm just picturing like a spring breakers become like anti-insurgents kind of fucking. <laughs> and the, the best thing to me was when the Silvercore fucking account on Twitter tweeted at, tweeted at Donald Trump about it. Wait, just to say we're coming in yeah the silver core usa uh 803 p.m on 3rd of may 3rd of may jesus 2020 though uh strike force incursion into venezuela 60 venezuelan two american ex green beret at real donald trump um, and then within about 25 minutes 
My man was lying in piss. Just announcing my coup on Twitter. It's so good that they announced their coup on Twitter. That's making (laughs) the the secret to any good coup is a solid PR campaign. (laughs) (laughs) On Instagram, making sure that your coup photos have great photos. Schedule that tweet. (laughs) (laughs) To their credit, I've been uh, I've been keeping up with the. My country's uh, Truth and Reconciliation uh, Committee meetings for a while now, and they detail our own coup. And to be frank, and I've also looked at a bunch of other coups, to be frank, they're all this stupid. They just work out sometimes. (laughs) Every single one I've seen is just... Because it's usually carried out by soldiers who, by and large, not that bright in terms of like... They're having dissatisfaction with their work. They're not getting paid well, et cetera, whatever, right? Or like they're fucked up through a result of war or something like that, and they're not doing well in life. And they try to like, you know, carry out a coup, take over a country, and then they, they, like they forget like how hard that is. They always just underestimate how like you try to take over a fucking country, and they're just like, yeah, we're just gonna need five guys for this. Like, how hard could it be? Like, it's how just many guys do you need? They built a Lego model. Yeah, it's, right. the, it's the Arrested if, Development. If they built bit. a Lego model of Venezuela that was way too small to accurately plan anything, maybe they would have succeeded. <laughs> I can't get over the Lego model thing. It's so mean. Like, now everyone's making fun of this fucking nerd. <laughs> like, oh, God. Like, they're they're going to tear down the fucking Venezuelan government brick by brick. <laughs> <laughs> stud by stud. <laughs> Uh God! Last time, last time we had Devin on, we had we had a like a pretty long bit about Lego currency that got cut. <laughs> but uh, I do not remember. Oh yeah, yeah. It. Uh, um, the Lego games. Brain like a fucking sieve. Uh, le- oh yeah, the, the, fu- the yeah, fucking the studs. studs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does the FBI taking that that Lego set count as civil asset forfeiture or? <laughs> <laughs> probably probably i would think so, so the lego games you know the, the pieces the pieces are the money the cia, the CIA the has, are there money i just can't stop feeling bad for this guy like i i, I know he was Dude, trying to his... literally do a coup and, and like just yeah give him his fucking lego back man. yeah fuck? like <laughs> fucking hate it when the cia confiscates my lego what? and then also sends me to bed without supper <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, like I'm thinking of like it when the CIA shows up at my house and spanks my right? bare like, ass. I'm thinking what if some of the well. blocks were like, oh, he couldn't find a, a certain piece, <laughs> so he used the replacement one. There's a red little block there somewhere that's like, oh, poor guy. He really made it. Like, like it's just like just I mean, give he man really did just Legos. get grounded by the American Central Intelligence Agency. I haven't been able to stop thinking about this since I saw it this morning. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> they're uh, they're oh yeah. So I saw this. I saw this the other day. They're coming out with a Lego Seinfeld set, and I'd like I I'd like to imagine that if any other terrorist act is committed in New York. And and the perpetrator has a Lego Seinfeld set that it will be taken as a piece of New York culture. <laughs> I was saying this exact same thing. This is exactly like if Bin Laden had 
uh, a Lego set of the Twin Towers, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, he's a literal terrorist, but taking it away from him, making fun of him on on national TV, not cool, not yeah, cool, yeah. No, right? Right? Like, like Devin knows what I'm talking about. Devin, imagine you did some fucking Cornish insurgency or some shit, and they took out your gunpla, <laughs> right? Wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't you just feel yeah. bad? Like, to be fair, be to be up. fair, they have a Lego Buckingham Palace, so... <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I don't have because I hate the English. Okay, hey everyone, it's me, Lyle, and I'm editing the podcast. I'm not sure what happened here. The transition either never happened or got deleted, but this is the part where we let all of the guests give themselves a shout-out. We give them some time to let you know what they're doing and where you can check them out. Um, or maybe it's just Devin. I haven't gotten that far. Either way, here's this, and I'm going to get back to building tiny Lego models of all of my fellow podcast hosts' homes for reasons I will not be getting into. Thanks. Bye. Oh, and one more thing I forgot to tell you is um, some people stopped recording and some didn't, so there might be uh, questions and answers from off screen per se. So if that happens, deal with it. And if you want to blame someone, I place all the blame for everything ever on Alex. So tweet it, tweet at him and, and don't make it my problem. Okay. Now I'm, now I'm done. I'm not opening audacity again for this. It's just, no, it's just me. So you can follow me at, uh, Devon on score on earth. You can listen to my podcast, Kill James Bond. Um, listen to my friend Alice's podcast, Trash Future, and well, there's your problem. Uh, my friend Milo has several as well. Hang on, he's got Masters of Our Domain. Um, there's 10K Posts. Um, I think that's all of them. Hell of a Way to Die. Lines Led by Donkeys. It was the one about building, that's right? all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, well, there's your problem on YouTube, which ah. is very good, actually. Um, I think that's all of them. I hardly recommend all of them, actually, because my friends make them, and I like my friends. I think they're funny. So, Yeah, so ML already stopped recording, um, but you can... Yeah, you can follow ML on Twitter... At Kajira L, that's K E J E R A L. Uh, ML is uh, very good at writing things. So uh, so at tweeting. Go go follow him. <laughs> Here, wait, wait. Let me let me talk. Um, I, Twitter's too toxic for my mental health. I'm not on Twitter. Don't follow me on Twitter. You can actually follow me on Instagram. Please follow me on Instagram at Maddie, that's M-A-D-D-I-E, period, R-I-T-T-E-R. And that's my Instagram. That's my main social media. Um, if you are into music, especially in New Orleans, hit me up. Send me a DM. If you're just into music in general, um, hit me up connect with me on linkedin i fucking love linkedin man hit me on linkedin um yeah linkedin <laughs> what's wrong with linkedin i just connect with people and, and job opportunities come to me <laughs> from being on linkedin I, i'm not shitting you like <laughs> <coughs> nerd shit Networking's really important for music industry you get it Devin, right yeah yeah my linkedin is fat man <laughs>
All right, and that does it for episode 19 of the Sunday Morning Podcast. Uh, I'm so, so sorry, Lyle, this is going to be hell to edit, but I hope it's fun to listen to for you guys. Uh, As always, we want to thank all of you listeners for coming back every week, and we want to especially thank our Patreon subscribers. This week, we got the same ones. We got Hannah and Jacob. We have Doink Patrol. We have Pallavi and Hillary, Stacia, and Maddie, who was one of our guests this week. He was our first Patreon sub, actually. Day one. Shout out, Maddie. As always, you can follow us on all of our socials. That is at Sunday underscore pod on Twitter. You can follow ML at Kajira L. That is K-E-J-E-R-A-L on Twitter. You can follow Devin at Devin underscore on Earth on Twitter. And you can follow Maddie on Instagram at Maddie.Ritter. Uh, you can also pay us money at patreon.com slash Sunday Morning Pod. And if you want to follow us on anything else, Discord, YouTube, Twitch, all that good stuff, that's on the website, SundayMorningPod.com. You can also review us there on iTunes or Podchaser. And as always, we appreciate uh, we appreciate it when you tell people about the pod. Uh, spread the word. That's about all I have for you guys this week. So, as always, good morning, Sunday morning, and we will see you next week. Good morning, Sunday morning.